Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. This week we'll be continuing our look on reasons why you should be focusing on your life to utilize and grow in your giftings. Our core scripture is 1 Timothy 4.16, which says, Focus on your life and your teaching. Continue to do what I've told you to do. If you do this, you will save yourself and others. So last week we looked on six areas that you should be focusing on, which are your decisions, your actions, your thoughts, the actions of others, how you interact with others, and you focus on those who you work with. So this week, you want to look on five reasons why persons don't focus on their life. And this is important. First one, they're worried. They are worried. According to Luke 21, verse 34, it says, Make sure that you don't become drunk, hungover, and worried about life. Then that day could suddenly catch you by surprise. So the reason why persons don't focus on their self is because they, are, they spend so much time worrying about what is happening. Persons may offend you. Persons are taking too long. Sometimes persons irritated because of how they behave. Sometimes things just not going your way. You may have money issues, may have a health problem. Sometimes you may not have enough food at your home. So there are many reasons why you should worry, but the Bible says that you should not worry or get drunk or hungover about life. And that's one of the reasons because these things can draw your attention away from God and pushes your focus on the problem. So you will not be utilizing your gifting because your thoughts are so focused and fixed on what is wrong as opposed to searching for, to make a decision about where to go next. The next reason which ties into this one, number one, is your being worried about life makes you distracted. So the scripture says, then that day will suddenly catch you by surprise. You'll miss opportunities when you focus on the problem. And because you're so distracted, you won't be able to see when opportunities come for you to move on. Being distracted also helps you not to be alert. And what Mark 13 verse 9 says, to be on your guard. People will hand you over to the Jewish courts, whip you in their synagogues. You will stand in front of governors and kings to testify to them on behalf of me. But what Jesus is really saying is that you should be on your guard. Don't be distracted by what is happening. Be on your guard. Be alert. Focus on, you know and recognize that there is a problem. But no, the next thing is to do is to put measures in place to prevent these problems from getting worse or seeking help to get these problems resolved. Because being on your guard, you'll see that there's danger coming and you'll put measures in place to prevent the danger from getting worse or even to avert that danger. Take a different course. So that's what it means to, in terms of being on your guard and not being worried about life. Instead of worrying that, hey, I have this problem, your position would be that, hey, I have this problem, but what am I going to do to fix it? Where can I get help? And that's something that you need, should be thinking about. The next thing is that being the next reason why persons don't focus on their life is because they are afraid. Being afraid by something that they have to do. First Chronicles 28, Solomon was appointed king. He was a young man. All the 
measures was put in place for him to build the temple. So the issue was not him becoming king, but the issue was the task of building the temple. So this large temple, this young person now is in charge of overseeing that work. So think about the magnitude of an eight-year-old child to oversee a nation building a temple. Everything was in place. But his father, David, before he died, told him that, listen, you have everything in place to you to do the work. Go and do the work. Be strong. There's also another example of Joshua. When Moses died, God says to Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. But no, you are going to lead the people into the promised land. The magnitude of that task was great. He's, a, he's now in charge. And now you have to deal with that now. And that can cause you to become distracted because you're afraid because you're not sure what to do or even sure or confident that you have the capabilities to do this thing. And what you want to do now is not to become intimidated by all of this. Because you were chosen, remember that's where we started, that you were chosen to do this work. And you are now encouraged now to be strong. Go and do the work. Don't be afraid of it. Take your, your time, take it step by step and learn how to do what you're supposed to do. Reason number four is being intimidated by a person's title, rank, authority or qualification. Say for instance, you're working with other doctors or other people or other professionals in your field but they have more qualifications than you but yet still you have to work alongside them or maybe you are in charge of leading these people listen don't be intimidated by them because you being intimidated and afraid can prevent you from doing what you are called to do and listen think about solomon solomon was a child when he became king but yet still, he asked God for wisdom to make the right decisions so he can lead the people and govern the people effectively. That was Solomon's prayer when he became king. So as a person, you may not have the qualifications as others. Or maybe don't see yourself up to the standard of some of these people that you're interacting with. But God is saying, don't be intimidated by them. Just do the work. The last reason is having a faulty foundation. And that's the last part in terms of not having, putting in place the necessary steps that you need so you can stand on the right footing. Meaning your belief systems, the skills that you need, or even how you view yourself because you might feel intimidated because you don't, you have a low self-esteem or you may not have the right components or the skills in place for you to do the actual work. So focus on your foundation, what you believe in, who you are as a person, understanding what you carry, what you have, and then build on that so you can grow and utilize your giftings effectively. This is a short teaching this week, and we just want to encourage, I just want to encourage you to pay attention to what you have and utilize it so that others can be a benef blessing um, based on your giftings. And there are some reasons, on the flip side, there are four benefits when you focus on your life. Things won't catch you by surprise. You will have the strength to do the work, the right work. You will be alert and you will have a solid foundation. So these things now will help to, to build you and to guard you 
as you go and journey through these seasons? That's it for me this week. These are some questions to think about. Are you worried? Are you distracted? Are you afraid? Are you intimidated? And do you feel equipped to do the work? Something to think about this week. And until next time, God bless and one love. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This podcast was also brought to you by RemlaMinistries.com, resources to help you on your Christian journey, study guides, counseling, and more. For more information, visit our website at www.remlaministries.com.